0: Hello, welcome to the Magic Hour Show, episode number 125, recorded on October 15th, 2019. This is your host tonight, Ryan Thompson. I'm here with my good friend Mikey Rollins.
1: Hey, buddy. What's up, Ryan? So you say tw- no, 2019 instead of 2019? 2019. 2019. Be formal. Be formal. Be formal. Okay. I'm just curious. I, I was uh, I was discussing this at work the other day, and I was like. It's 2019. I was like, do you say nine, uh, 1932? That's a good point. So, that, that is a really good point. That's always what sticks in my head when you're like, you know, it was 1995. And it's like, you know,
0: 2019. I was born in the year 1984.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep. You know, it's, it's, it's a great opening line if this was a like sci-fi memoir talking about how you eventually went to Mars because you're John Carter. But, uh, you know, it's I don't think it works anymore.
0: No, no it, does, it doesn't. It does. So, you know what? I'm going to have to reconsider that. should be saying <laughs> 2019. Good point. You, you, you made me think. Sorry. You're making me think way too much for the time of night that we record. Yes. Totally. Bad, Mikey. I bad. know. So it's, it's, but- it's a terrible thing. But hello out there, internet friends. Thank you for listening to us today or tonight, whenever you're turning us on. This is the Gamer Parent Magic Hour show where we talk about gaming and parenting and a bunch of other random stuff. I'm glad to have you here, Mikey, because there's a bunch of random stuff that I would kind of like to talk about. Tonight, we're looking at uh, um, discussing a little bit about Mental Health Month. It is October, uh, Mental Health Awareness Month. Of course, the Fortnite marketing black hole. I got an Instant Pot. And some extra life planning, preparations, in progress. Uh, So that is currently what we've got. And I'm sure, as we tend to do, we'll veer off that beaten path and bring up many other interesting and scintillating topics that are um, relevant to you and everybody else out there. So Mikey, on the internet, where can people find you? Are you currently on the internet?
1: Oh, you know what's really funny you bring that up? Uh, I can be found at SuperDigimikey. I just updated my profile picture. So obviously, I downloaded Twitter back on my phone again um so yeah uh i'm, I'm online kinda so you super fi- did you mikey super cool. did you mikey you can find me there and in instagram
0: and and i'm still zoso1701 here there and everywhere um that includes twitch and twitter and you know all the other ubiquitous internet spaces So anyway, let's get right to it. Mikey, you told me through chat about uh, a game that you've really been enjoying and that sounds like it really fits the parent lifestyle perfectly. And what is that game, sir?
1: Well, that would be Sayonara, Wild Hearts. Um, It came out, uh, was that like two, two, three weeks ago? Uh, It came out on Switch, PS4, Epic Game Store, and Apple Arcade. If I'm remembering correctly, it's, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Epic. Um, but it is a, a game from, now I'm blanking on the name of the the company, but they they made great hits like uh, Device 6 uh, and Bumpy Road. Uh, this is kind of a, a rhythm action game, um, but it's not so much uh, rhythm in the way that you would think of like playing Dance Dance Revolution or like Amplitude. It's kind of more, or even Beat Saber. I guess I should throw that out. That's now like the new hotness. Um it's more attuned to uh, playing. It kind of reminds me a little bit of uh, like res uh, and kind of like, and kind of amplitude Um You, a lot of the courses kind of change and different uh, mechanics change. Um, you kind of start off and you'll be playing through like a kind of like interlude section. Um, it's usually kind of, it's, I think it's like three to four like, pieces of music per like heartbreak. And uh, the story kind of starts out, sets the stage. I'm gonna tell you as little about it as possible because I think the less you know about it, the more fun you'll have with it. Um, You'll play like a a little piece and that's like you going through the tunnel um, to getting to like the heartbreak um, itself. Then you'll usually have two to three pieces of music for each um, boss sort of thing. And so you would then have it kind of like themed on the area. So like um, the one that you pro- uh, probably have seen is the one in the trailer with the twins. Um, and it's like this uh, very poppy, like kind of reminds me of like early like 2000s, like Europop, maybe like late 90s Europop. Uh, and it's fun and you're kind of like go- moving through the environment. Um, on most of it on a vehicle of some sort, either be a a, motorcycle or flying on a sword or driving a car, and you're kind of collecting like little, I actually don't even know what they are. They're like little blips, like collectibles that you're like going through and you're trying to collect it so you can get a high score. There's also like, uh, oh, sorry. They're hearts. I just remember their hearts and then they have bigger hearts that you will actually go through and that like progresses level, get you more uh, points. And then there's other little pieces you can grab throughout. Like they look like I think it looks like a disc, honestly, um, every time I've seen it. And uh, it's it's lots of fun. The music's really good. Um, it's about an hour. Um, it's not also something that's really nice is uh, as parents or, or as just busy people. Uh, we don't get a lot of time to play games and we want to just progress for it. I just want to sit down. I want to do something from start to finish. And sometimes like if something's frustrating, you just like, you're like, ugh, like I just want to move past this. After you fail something so many times, it'll actually give you an option to skip it. It's like, hey, so you're having trouble with this. You want me to make your wish come true and you can just skip this part. And there's- Yes, no... yes, please do. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, yes, please do. There's no penalty for it either. I mean, other than you just don't get the scoring from there. So you won't get as high of a score at the end. But if you're just finishing the game- uh you just end up finishing that up uh i'm trying to think of like other like cool key points it's about an hour so, so is this a rhythm game at its heart um in some ways yes but it doesn't in some ways
0: you're being purposefully cryptic
1: not i'm not being purposely cryptic it's just there's most of the game is you driving a motorcycle picking up the hearts to and it kind of happens to go into the beat and you'll occasionally get some quick time sequences where you're hitting uh, buttons in beat to then move through, but then there's other times where things kind of just change completely and you're like, it feels a little more like Res with like the lock-on system where you're like- So
0: Rez res, res isn't a point of comparison for me. Um, what would work for me would be like, is it similar anyway to Bit Trip Runner? Because I didn't know what that was when I first played it and I was so in love with it because every movement was to that
1: music that's actually kind of a good point of comparison but it's it's still a little different it's it's kind of hard to um, in some of the levels the music feels like an afterthought but it's like it's keyed up and it's like in sync um and then in other levels it feels kind of like in that bit trip runner sort of way where you're like needing to make sure that like i'm I've got my motorcycle pointed at this point, so that way I'm going to blow up this this item that comes up in front of me, then move to the right, and then I'm going to need to hit this button to actually jump over or uh, charge up my punch. Okay. It's okay. it's 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 not super hard, but it's it's very simple, but it's very fun. Um, I also just highly recommend playing with the controller. Um, I played it on Apple Arcade uh, using the new iOS 13 uh, controller support for an Xbox One controller. Um, and it was amazing it was perfect uh, it worked like I expected it to be a little like flawed around the edges and it played really well um, analog sticks worked really well it was an overall just amazingly enjoyable experience
0: when a controller syncs up easily when the integration is seamless that's it doesn't get much better than that
1: yeah no it, it was it was really nice and I even played it like the my first it's probably not the way that most people actually play games but my first uh, time playing it i played it on an airplane ipad sitting on a tray table like airpods in my head uh with the controller underneath the tray table like where i couldn't see it but i'm just like you know it gave me enough room so i could stare at the ipad and play and i loved it i completed it on an airplane
0: awesome awesome so sayonara wild hearts looking at some screenshots it looks very stylish almost tron like in some ways yeah it's it's got and- some
1: tron look to it
0: so this is Cyanera Wild Hearts. Mikey recommends it highly, and it is developed by Simigo and published by Annapurna Interactive. Yep.
1: And if you've if you've never played Device Six, that's uh, another cool iOS game to track out from them. I've played a bunch of their iOS stuff. They also did uh, Year Walk. That came oh out yes, on I, Wii have, U. I have.
0: I have cleared a Year Walk. Yeah. Yes. So. It's a little. That's that's trippy.
1: Yeah. So, imagine them doing a poppy rhythm it's it plays like a pop music video wonderful
0: wonderful you've sold me on it to check it out when i get some extra e-shop dollars
1: or 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 you just pop that uh free month of uh apple arcade on your phone and uh yeah and play it with a play it with a controller
0: so i was trying to be a good podcast host and not just randomly transition out of your what you've been playing but i'm you need to tell me about your apple arcade experience because clearly you're well, apple
1: arcading so so i guess uh i will i will say first off my next two picks or uh, are, are what i've been playing are also from apple arcade uh my apple arcade experience has been really nice so far um uh, i've played it on an apple tv i played it on an ipad and i've played, been playing it on my phone there's some games that i feel like uh benefit more from being on the phone than they do on the iPad and definitely from being on the TV uh, I've had the same experience across boards so I've synced an Xbox one controller to my phone my iPad and my Apple TV to play all these games um, honestly I'm, I'm pretty sold on it um, I've got a list of games like pretty far down um, that I, I want to get through uh, it's I'm trying to think like what there is to really say. I mean for the money I'm kind of feel like I'm stealing cuz it's you know $5 a month and I've been playing awesome games like Sinar Wild Hearts which is what $15 on the Switch um you know and then I've been playing uh, another game from Capybara uh called Grindstone which is like if you've ever played any of the Cappy games like their one of the, I guess their first game that I really played was Critter Crunch and it was like this wonderful puzzle game uh, that was on iOS and on PS3 and this is kind of in that super time force art style and You're kind of playing a puzzle game where you're a dude on a board and You can you have a sword and the idea is that you're doing chains of uh, that you're, you're killing chains of monsters and you have to ch- kill the same color chain Which you're like, okay, that's simple enough. Like where's the you know, the fun in this? well, then there's also obstacles and bosses and other enemies and then other challenges that happen and to cap it all off the enemies on the board will also become like aggroed like they'll come aggravated and they will attack you if you land next to them so you if you had like a line of blues that you're tracing up as you go through each one of them and you destroy them you'll make grindstones and that's what you're picking up and that's kind of like the currency in the game that's what you'll use to like if when you die to buy more hearts and uh you know get new equipment and things like that and then if you're playing through the board you have to kill a certain number of monsters and then the door opens and you can get to the next area but each one of them has challenges similar to how a free free to play game would have but this has no microtransactions no need to buy energy um i want to say i sat there and played like a solid two hours like wow. i hold my phone up uh i had like a podcast on and i was going just like burning through it just like Wow, I could not believe how much I was just like into. This. I don't think I've I've actually been that into like a um, iPhone puzzle game since I played like one of the Karyosoft games when I was playing like Game Dev Story, where I was like, oh yeah, no, just one more board, one more game release, and I was like going through it like crazy. Uh, it's lots of fun, and included in that service as well. Um, to be
0: removed, to be to be removed from microtransactions and the other in-app purchases that has to be freeing and create a whole different mobile game experience
1: oh yeah no definitely it's it's like something i'm not looking for like the because usually like when, when you play something like like the recent mario kart like you kind of look for like you know the where are they going to try to get you because like you know nothing's really ever free there's something you're giving up for it it's either your time and being like hey why well, can't progress unless i give you money or i have to wait eight hours for like me to gain more stamina um, or there's just like, it's got a pay to win scenario. Um, and this is just, it's really freeing. It's lots of fun. Um, it gets really like in, in grindstone specifically, it gets kind of hard pretty quickly. Um, like after you kind of, you feel like you've got the, a handle on everything you get to like the second area and you're like, you know, basically being, uh, like the, the difficulty ramp is, is very high at that point. And, uh, it's been lots of fun playing that. And then, um, the other game i've been playing overland uh, which is from fingy games uh this is like a procedurally generated survival thing <laughs> uh that's very interesting it's been around for a while they used to actually sell it on um itch you could uh like they would have it where there's windows of time that you could go in and you could buy it um and so this actually came out i think the same time for switch as well um and it's like you start out and you're kind of like a you know single like an individual being and you're trying to basically find gas for your car and kind of move through them like make your way from the east all the way to the west where there's uh supposedly something out there um i've not made it that far and i've died just about every time i've played and i've died in like really dumb ways <laughs> um but it's lots of fun and it uh it's kind of like a different feeling than like all the your kind of traditional roguelikes um it's been a while since I've, I've actually been on, but I did a real, real deep dive on Dead Cells. Like I was doing like multiple runs a day for like several weeks and trying to get through that game. Um, this has like a different flow to me that I'm not like, I'm trying to think like, how, how could I have done that scenario better? Um, because like, there's not going to be an upgrade uh, or, you know, there's not something I'm just going to magically unlock that's going to make it where I'm gonna, just going to, move into this area and be able to take out monsters really easy. Um where like so far my my strategy has been run them over with the car.
0: <laughs> so it's more constant and requires more strategic planning each time you go.
1: Yeah, if you come in and and you're just like, "Hey, I want to just quickly go through this scenario." You're just probably if you're not putting your all into it, you'll probably fail by like the third or fourth scenario. Or you'll take that one. You're like, ah, I was like, I can make it to that gas can and back and fill up the car before that monster gets over to me. And then next thing you know, a monster will pop out while you're getting the gas can and block you. Um, and I haven't found weapons on any of my playthroughs, so I'm not sure how uh, other than just dying uh, looks when you get, you encounter monsters in that game. Um, but so,
0: you're dead pretty pretty quick if uh, you miscalculate or take a risk. Yeah,
1: definitely. Uh, it's kind of uh, very uh very um I'm trying to think of like the word uh it's it's unforgiving if you make a uh, bad move
0: <laughs> so and, and you just do it again and learn each time each each run is an educational experience exactly so are, 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 is the majority are the majority of games on um, Apple arcade similar in that there aren't in-app purchases it's the cost yeah. of the monthly service and you get full game
1: experience that is exactly it. it's a uh, it's actually part of the requirements like there's no in-app purchases uh i think also no dlc as well <laughs> is, a, is a thing um so it's like it's a singular full game experience um for that five dollars a month and honestly off the here I'm, I'm turning my ipad right now and unlocking it i have uh one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven arcade games on here and i've played six of them and there's only one i really didn't get into too much and it's actually it was one that made me kind of feel a little sad i didn't get into it because it's uh which one was that uh uh, cards of dark or card of darkness which is a Pendleton ward uh like from Adventure Time fame and Choice mm-hmm. Provisions who uh, they're the bit trip people and uh, then uh, Zach Gage who makes like all the cool spelling oh. games and on iOS made a card game together and I was like you know shut up and no, take you my money
0: you, you, know, you haven't played that one yet because you've got to find a way to buy it in 8 different places
1: yeah well I mean that's kind of where it is but yeah this one uh, I, I've played it I was like, maybe I just don't like it on the iPad, so I played it on my phone. I was like, well, maybe I don't like it on my phone, so I played it on the TV. And I was like, maybe this game's just too hard. It's a card so game, nice. uh, which is it's kind of cool. It's It's got like a lane system in the card game. And if you pick a card up off the top of the stack, you have to go through the entire stack. So if you pull a potion, you're like, cool, I got a potion. And then you pull a treasure, you're like, cool, I got a treasure. And it's like, cool, I got a sword. And the sword's even and then you the next card underneath it is an odd monster when you hit it with your even sword it will then break your sword oh darn and like weapons just like they subtract the damage that the monster does so like if you're fighting a, if the monster's a seven and your sword's a four it just takes four away from their seven so you still take the three points of damage uh and then you have to make it all the way from that one side over to the stairs seems simple enough um but it gets really hard. Like, it was, like, super hard by, like, the fourth area. And I was like, I don't got time for this.
0: Well, you've you've piqued my curiosity for, like, idle pre-bedtime gaming on the phone. What's the commitment level to trying Apple
1: so, Arcade? So you can try for the first month, no charge. Uh, You can cancel at any time. I think you, this one, unlike a lot of other things that you can cancel, I think you actually have to go in and say you want to end it at the towards the end of the month so set a reminder on your calendar um and you can cancel during that 30 days um okay you know and then you can all pick it up anytime again so if you have something you're like hey well i want to do this for a month like hey summer's back around and you know i'll be taking the kiddos out a lot and they have extracurricular activities so it's gonna be me sitting in a chair you know maybe it's worth your while to pop it for, you know, a couple of months. So spending $10 to play, you know, a a huge assortment of games and they've been adding things like every week, uh, new things. There's a lot of just like already good games on here that I just haven't even gotten around to. There's a game in here from, uh, the Octopath Traveler developers from Square Enix. It's got various, was it, um, yeah, various day life. I thought I was actually going to say the wrong word. Um, there's a game that looks very similar to, uh, the Untitled Goose game called Sasquatch. It's kind of got a similar vibe to it. Supposedly it was actually in development before the Untitled Goose game. Just somebody happened to be making games that were similar. Um, there's a lot of like cool, like uh, classic, you know, point and click kind of adventure games that are already in here. And then there's like What the Golf, which is just totally random. It's lots of fun.
0: I, I That has been like the hyped game that I've heard across the internets. About uh, regarding Apple Arcade, yeah, you know what? I, I think uh, yeah, you're right. There's gonna be a come a time where trying this out for a month is totally logical, and I'm gonna get into that. And Mike, you've got one more off of Apple Arcade. You've <sighs> got your top shelf AAA console experience here. i
1: have been playing Destiny 2 again. I don't know why. I they think it's because back it's, in. I think it's because it's free. Um, so I downloaded it on the Xbox because I, I owned it on PlayStation, and since I was able to move my character from PlayStation into the Bungieverse verse. Uh, I downloaded it on Xbox, and I, I played for a little bit last night, and it's, it's still good.
0: I've been I've, toying with the idea of reinstalling on Steam.
1: You've been toying with the idea of
0: reinstalling it on Steam? Yeah, visiting visiting my characters again. I kind of burned out when it got really heavy into um, the... the it, it felt like, all right, to keep up with anybody else, I'm going to start spending more money. To get really cool stuff.
1: I mean, I still feel like it's it revolves around time more than it does money. But yeah. Yeah. It's it's kind of where it's at. Like, I think my other big beef with the game is, like, I don't have a squad on Xbox. So it's like, I probably won't stick on it too long. But I was just, like, surprised, like, popping on to see how many people were playing. And, man, the shooting in that still feels so good.
0: Oh, I really enjoyed the campaign. I played the campaign through with two separate characters. And then I got into the grinding part in the city is in the parts of the town where you're doing the events with people. And it was like, all right, after about, you know, 10, 15 hours of that, it was sort of like, okay, that, I'm good. I feel like I've done the same thing a lot now. I can move on to something else. But no, it it, it is such a good shooting game. If it, it, Bungie does that so well. And it yeah. was, it, it filled the halo shaped <laughs> void in my heart. I'm looking forward to Halo coming to PC though, um, yep. uh, which is eventual, eventually. Um I was playing a shooty game. I thought I thought Homefront was gonna be a space alien game. I don't know, I guess I was gonna confuse with Homeland. I think you're added. Yeah. yeah. So I, I installed it like, alright, I'm ready for some space action. No, it's um a, a game that imagines that North Korea decides to take over the world. They blast an EMP wave and knock out all of our country's power and just swoop in and pretty much take over everything and do horrible things to innocent people in the streets it was um quite frankly under the current climate <laughs> as i'm playing i was like is this the best thing for my uh, low level persistent anxiety brought on by the current administration is this the best thing to play but i, I but i went through it and I, I i wanted to see how we saved the day and how we got our country back and I really at the end it was a guy sacrificed himself. I don't mm-hmm. know if we got our country back. I was like, well, that's it. I, I didn't I don't feel like we really liberated the United <laughs> States here. I mean, we made big headway. But I mean it was it was it was um intense. It was intense. I played it on normal difficulty. I normally start a game on easy and it was it was genuinely a challenge on normal, and which to a degree I kind of appreciated because the game truly it was very tense, and it felt very serious. Like I didn't feel like it was making, uh, I didn't feel like it wasn't. Uh, you you've played Spec Ops, Have you yeah. played Spec Ops. I didn't feel like it was anywhere near the level of like dark and dramatic and and very heavy as Spec Ops, but it was, you know, a a, a few degrees removed from that it it, there was a little bit of glorification of what you were doing um and things did start to turn into a shooting gallery at times but but it did feel it it felt sufficiently heavy enough to keep me involved in it and make me want to see the story through um fun shooting no looting though
1: no looting no looting very serious stuff and pretty good soundtrack as well i'm sitting here looking at the soundtrack for some reason in my head i thought there was a home front strategy game and i cannot seem to find one there's gonna be a home something
0: and it was it was it was pretty good for uh again gaming on parenting terms it was about seven hours to clear the story i'm not getting into multiplayer some of the achievements were fun like there's an achievement if you jump off of the golden gate bridge
1: you nice. get the
0: achievement it's like yeah boom boom success i, I got that one I had to do it purposely. I didn't like fall <laughs> off of it accidentally. To my surprise, um, and also I'm just playing the Slay of the Spire. Like, okay, so we say I don't have a lot of time to game because I'm a parent. Well, game like Slay of the Spire, you just sit down for 30 minutes at any point in the day, and you get your time in. And I'm up to 70 hours somehow. I this is unquestionably my personal game of the year, and my rules are the game doesn't have to come out in the year. I, it is just such a rewarding loop. The in the game is hard. But you get these items throughout your playthroughs that can just super overpower you and and just run you through these these rooms. And you've got cards. You're, so it's
1: card based. So your, your mm-hmm. cards decide your attack. Have you played this one? No, I've not. It's on my list of games to play. Are you playing on Switch or are you playing on PC? I'm on I'm on PC. I got it through a humble bundle.
0: I I subscribed for the humble monthly for nine bucks specifically for this. And my goodness, if I gotten my money's worth, then some <laughs> times eight, I am just. I'm at this point where it's like, okay, I've done a lot of this. I'm going through the upper levels now of the game because you can keep increasing the challenge after mm-hmm. you clear. And it's like, alright, I'm done. I'm, I'm hitting a wall. I'm done. I uninstall it. And then the next night comes and it's like, I kind of want to try again. And I reinstall it. And it's only 500 megabytes, so it's you know, down it's the street. It's an screen. easy
1: uh, one to uninstall, yeah. reinstall.
0: Yep, and then I get back in it and here I am again. And <laughs> but slay i'm slay inspire so for the next eight podcast episodes we do i'll just (laughs) my my what my what we've been playing will just be yep still playing slay Inspire next it is so good it is so good i have accidentally fallen into loving card-based
1: games well well maybe you'll get into cards card of darkness and uh then you'll you'll tell me what i'm doing wrong
0: yeah yeah I'll, i'll let you know actually i'll sign up for that that trial tonight why not why not why not? got nothing to lose and it's family share th- by the way
1: so the misses can can play those as well beautiful beautiful
0: i know everything wants to get us into um, a monthly subscription everything does that's where their guaranteed money is yep but it's a value
1: proposition like you said you've got 11 games on there and you've paid five dollars for a month i have not paid anything yet <laughs> oh, i oh, i, I signed go. up like i was like i'm gonna be on an airplane i signed up the day before the airplane or the flight <laughs> And I was, like, downloading games to my iPad. Also, yeah, I guess that's another cool thing. I forgot to mention. Offline. Oh, Everything, offline. Everything's off. You can play offline. So. so you
0: install. It doesn't have to do any checks. So that's wonderful. Oh, I guess
1: I think it eventually has to check. But I can play it. Okay. I, I got an airplane, and I didn't need to, you know, have it check or check in with a server or send over any of my information.
0: Right, but not needing to always be online. That's yeah. That's actually a really big, big deal. Wonderful.
1: wonderful. So. Wonderful. Well,
0: I that was a, that was a pretty deep what we've been playing
1: section. Yeah. We'll have to yeah. revisit it in uh, January and talk about what we need to cancel. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll do the balance sheets. We'll be like, "All right, <laughs> so my pick this week is Excel." <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man, you know Excel. Excel. I I I'm, I'm learning Excel a, a lot more now in my position at work analyzing data and I, w- I have been playing Excel at work and, and learning how to just make things change color based on formulas and conditional statements, and it's just so beautiful when everything just goes green and blue and red or whatever you want, it's just, it's just a beautiful thing.
1: For sure. Yeah. But conditional nice. formatting. It's good stuff.
0: Ah, uh, being an adult. Finding mm-hmm. the joy. Finding, finding the, the joy of
1: v lookups and summing. You know, that's when you know you're, you're living.
0: Yeah. You've arrived. Mm-hmm. speaking of finding the joy october's mental health awareness month and, and i've been um looking for the right opportunity and space to share uh, just a little bit out with the world um, many of you know i've talked with mikey and and my other comrades here much about just how sometimes maybe i feel a little off how uh, seven years of talk therapy i've been in and and many mindfulness books and podcasts um have been part of my journey and they've all been they've all been wonderfully helpful in their own ways and in for their own purposes I mean, my talk therapy people out there look just if you need to talk to somebody never hesitate because it, it's helped me through so many big life decisions um and, and life events crazy things crazy things crazy family things that we probably not believe if i started spouting them off and i'm not going to out of you know respect but um Seven years in. This summer, this summer had some very low moments. Um, Very, very dark, dark thoughts that no one should be thinking. And as I sat here at my computer desk one day, and thinking about how my family would be better off if I just, if I just died. Not that I would kill myself, but if I just happened to die, My kids would get a better stepfather who would be less annoyed at them and would do more stuff. And my wife would have my life insurance policy, she'd be set. Um, Their education would be set. Well, that's when I kind of realized something's not right. Because seven years I've been trying to get out of these sort of mindsets. And no matter what I've done, I've, I've tried to make the choice to not feel these ways. I've tried to make the choice to not let the little things that happen throughout a day uh, ruin an entire day like like there have been simple moments in life a kid throwing a temper tantrum or or somebody making a loud noise things that last literally two minutes but they have destroyed entire days for myself and by association for my wife and my family so it's taken seven years for me to say you know what yeah it's time to go and see if I should get a see if I can be diagnosed. Um, because as I've spoken here, whenever I've said it, I like, well, I'm not formally diagnosed and everything, and I've always felt a, a, a degree of guilt about ever complaining or, or or talking to people about the low points. Well, I am now diagnosed, um, ADHD, which is not a surprise. Uh, my pediatrician long, long ago, when I was like five. Set five through seven. It's old enough that I remember being in the room when my pediatrician suggested I should be evaluated. Um, and you know, there's still a lot of stigma. Well, all around things. You know, 30 years ago, there was even more. Mm-hmm. So the choice was made that I wouldn't. And and I and definitely throughout my life, I learned strategies to cope and to deal. But you know, it's certainly um, my my doctor believes that my long term ADHD has probably fueled everything else that that I've that I've I've struggled with to the degree that I've struggled with it which is far less than many others um, and it's still I mean so it's still been a struggle at times so ADHD depression and anxiety so I am on now I am now medicated and it's life changing and and I and I, and I don't take that for granted because I know that doesn't work for everybody and it took me seven years to make the choice like you can't choose what you have going on i don't care what anybody on the internet says you can't choose if you have a mental illness you you, that's not a choice um and it took me seven years to choose to to go and do something medically about it when i hit what was my bottom and i'm very thankful that i had a bottom i'm very thankful that i have um, a supportive family from my wife to to my her parents and and many others around me and I'm coming out the other end of it. It's been about a month now. And my, my wife will probably tell you we've had the best month of our marriage. I wake up, I used to, I wake up and I'm not tired. I can actually sleep and then wake up and not still be tired. I don't I, I, I'm still adjusting to how that, what that actually is like because I've never known that. My brain used to never shut off. I wouldn't believe anybody. Including my wife, when she, when you know, like, what are you thinking about, hun? And, and she'd tell me nothing, not thinking about anything. Like, what, what the, what the hell are you talking about? What do you mean you're thinking about nothing? I finally understand that for the first time in 35 years that we don't always have to be thinking about something. My job has gotten better. Uh, my, my ability to function in my in my career has gotten better. I have to make decisions that are sometimes hard, and now I make them, and I. Do not spend time beating myself up that, oh, I should have picked option B or C or, or D-32. I don't worry so much about what people think of my decisions. And my kids are not annoying me nearly as much. My children are wonderful, and, and we all have annoyed, annoyed days. We all have bad days. But every little sound they would make would at times just feel like needles were piercing every part of my body. That doesn't happen anymore it's it's such a a shocking change and mikey i've gotten up every weekend before my wife i've let her sleep in and i've made breakfast (laughs) that's amazing it's 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 ridiculous like like our weekends have had a hot breakfast and i didn't even plan this the night before i just wake up and go what do i have in the fridge this is not stuff i was capable of doing i'm doing all the things that i wanted to be able to do for my family Mm -hmm but was unable to find the motivation or the mental availability to do it. So that's where I am. And I appreciate you letting me share. That's amazing. And, 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 and I, I, you know, I, I think if anybody out there is struggling to any degree, I, 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 I always felt bad talking about it. Like, cause I knew other people had it so much worse than me, but even in that case, like, like, as, as minimal as I felt I had things going on. My life is so much better now. So take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. And it might even change how you interact with your hobby. Um, I used to, and Mike, you know, I've had major FOMO. We've talked mm-hmm. about FOMO. Fear of missing out. I used to get very angry that I wasn't able to play games with people as much as I'd like to, or stream on Twitch as much as I'd like to, or keep up with all of the other people I follow on the internet who are just like they're online every night of the week and they're doing this every night and it just they're just doing the things like could they have kids too how is that possible well you know I I don't even I have I have uh, almost zero concern about that anymore and I'm not sure if that's what that's related to um, but it's really too changed my interaction with this gaming hobby I recognize pretty quickly and clearly now that i don't have time to stream on twitch i don't care about that i want to do it when i want to do it and it's fun but if if i can't do it i'm not getting wrapped up in it i'm not going to ever have a thousand viewers why am i going to end- put in so much energy into that when there are all these other aspects of my life that require it the fact that i'm focusing on one game at a time <laughs> is ridiculous that's that's different and and not like beating myself up my wife is commented that it seemed like i was just rushing through game after game to just see credits and and not actually enjoying something so she's been very actually happy to see me just play this silly slay the spire even if it's <laughs> while we're watching netflix together it's like you're actually enjoying this it it is very very different thank you for letting me share there And now to get off the serious train Fortnite had a black hole didn't it
1: <laughs> let's talk about Fortnite marketing uh, uh Brilliant it, marketing. Brilliant marketing, considering they had an outage. <laughs> so and a really clever way to spin a maintenance period. Yep. It's like, hey, we're we're gonna be down for a couple of days. Uh I this was a flame on Twitter for a while. I was seeing like Ninja like post and it was like at me for hints about this new Fortnite thing. <laughs> I was like, What is going on? Uh, I should also be clear I don't follow Ninja, somebody retweeted that.
0: You didn't. You didn't decide to text him to ask him about it. No, I didn't. Everybody else is talking about it. I don't feel like we need to talk too much about it. But what I do want to point out, Mikey, to to you know, are you a Fortnite player? No. (laughs) And nor am I. I played enough to be able to relate to like my kiddos at work about it. But uh, whatever. But I have people at work now who know that I'm a gamer who are in their like sixties, come to me and like, hey. What's up with this Fortnite thing? <laughs> and I'm like, like, see, this is—it's brilliant. It has people who know nothing else about the game interested. Just the the way they they spun it. And
1: I mean, kudos to them for that. Yeah, and they released chapter two, so it's like they've changed the map or something. I don't really know what goes on. I I've played Fortnite once.
0: I, I I'm curious enough about the new map because of their marketing that i'll probably jump in and once <laughs> i mean I, I, it's free all it cost yeah. you some time that's right just time just time i got a i got a bigger sd card for the switch so it's installed it's ready, <laughs> it's
1: ready. <laughs> you're like i'm ready to see what this is yeah. uh so this is appliance appliance section of the uh the podcast um mm-hmm. so so you tell me about your espresso machine or you know i'll tell you about my espresso machine you tell me about your instapot yeah, tell me about your espresso
0: machine first, man. Okay, oh, you just got me excited over here.
1: Um, so we talked about this a while back. I said, like, I've been saving for a while for for an espresso machine. Uh, if this is not a plug or anything like that, but like I've got a cash account with a uh, Wealthfront, and it's got like it's a high interest savings account, and I just took a little bit of money every month, and I threw it in there, and you get like two points something, and it kind of varies depending on what the government's doing with my money. Um and you know, it just it goes in there and the nice thing is it's like it's up a black hole. It's a savings account somewhere that's not in my 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 account view. So like when you log in to do like your you know balancer checkbook, you don't see like, oh, I've got five hundred dollars just sitting in a in a in savings that I could be using on another bill. It's like I've been throwing this twenty five dollars every couple you know, every week or so in there for a while and I finally had enough money for a espresso machine. So uh I had one picked out. I was gonna get this Jura. Uh, is the Eno you know, One, which is like a really simple, like single cup espresso Americano machine. Didn't do anything fancy like milk or anything. And I was like ready to go get it. I went to Sur La Table to go like pick it up. And I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get this guy. Like I'm gonna have them demo it. Cause like I've got the money for an espresso machine. So I'm gonna drink coffee from every single one of these espresso machines. And uh, I ended up walking out with a Breville uh, <laughs> espresso machine. <laughs> Um, So they have this Barista Express espresso machine. So um, if you don't want to fiddle with your coffee, you can probably fast forward like two minutes. Um, If you (laughs) love coffee and you're like, I want to get into like, you know, pulling like manual shots and, you know, talking about like changing uh, grind types and how much you're actually grinding to put in there and weighing out your, Uh, espresso like I just found the machine for you this thing is a semi-automatic so that means that you still just press a button and it shoots coffee out for you but the semi part means that you actually have to grind it put it in the I actually know the technical term for it but you put it in the little extractor basket you tamp it down and then you put it on there and then press the button that's what makes it semi Um, what's also really cool about it is you can adjust it so you can do a single shot do a double shot you could do uh, use your own pre-ground coffee, so if you only want to use the built-in grinder, because um, it has a built-in grinder for I think it's up to 10 ounces, 8 ounces of, of whole beans, and it will do the nice fine powdery grind for. You. And it looks just like it is when you're at Starbucks. Well, you don't usually see it at Starbucks. But if you go to a coffee shop that's not Starbucks, and you're getting <laughs> like espresso, you'll usually see them like they'll take the the filter basket and they kind of stick it into these like specifically designed like espresso grinders and puts it in you'll see the barista tamp it down and they might even take out a spoon and take out some of the grinds because they put too much in there set it on a scale to see where it's at and then they pop it on and then they make you your lovely coffee um this is closer to that experience uh and they have it where if you want to use your own grinds they have different baskets and you can kind of interchange um but it's still really simple it has changed what i think of coffee beans at the moment because like i've i kind of go in between like wanting really dark beans that are kind of oily. And I've always loved oily beans, but it's probably because I drink a lot of French press. Like when you're drinking right. a French press, like those oily beans, you kind of get the froth, you get that body to it. It's lovely. Um, now I'm like, I, I want a drier bean. I want like a, a medium blonde, really dry bean. And I've uh, going through and I'm actually now like making an air table of all of my bean choices, because that's what I do. Um, which is just, it's adult Excel, on steroids um, so I'm going through and like getting ratings I'm trying different beans and seeing what works and it's it's quite frankly it's kind of amazing and it's kind of changed the way I made coffee and now that I work from home 100% it's made me have to start logging coffee because I need to now be more worried about how much coffee I'm drinking because now it's become so much easier to make it now there's still um, if everybody knows my, my philosophy on making coffee there you still have to have a little work in it it's a ceremony and if you don't put work into the ceremony, it's not fun, which is why I don't do cake ups. You know, I'm not going to rag you because the Nespresso is awesome. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's like I get that Nespresso because you have the. Um,
0: the Virtuo.
1: Yeah. that was like the V one. I couldn't think of it. Yeah. I get froth like so, you know, when you do a cup of coffee in that one and you get like the froth on it, I get yes. that level of froth on an Americano. out of not oh, know. That's so
0: pleasant. That's very so,
1: pleasant. It's, it's amazing. It's really nice. Uh, and I've been doing the math on it. And it, it don't let anyone ever tell you that it pays for itself really quickly. Because the problem that you get into is if you buy a semi-automatic, at least, uh, like one that you're still doing some of the manual work, you start worrying more about your beans. And so, like, I'm not buying more expensive beans. Like, I was, like, at the store the other day. And, like, uh, I think it's, like, Intellinista... Uh, espresso. I think it's like black cat espresso. It's like w- currently my favorite. Um, I think it's roasted in California. I, I wouldn't pin pin anything on that one, but that's the one I've been picking up. They have it at, you know, your, your local Mega Mart um, and that one's like the, you know, one I can get that's a national because getting local is a little harder. I've gotten some good local stuff from like Cat's Coffee here, which is where I get a lot of my coffee, um, but there's even other lo- local roasters um, but I need to take the time to actually put in an order and wait because a lot of times what ends up happening is I'm pushing the basket up to make some espresso and I'm like oh crap I'm out of beans <laughs> um, but yeah it was really awesome uh, I got out for I'm going to say the number it still sounds painful but I got for $700 um, oh I, that's, I had,
0: that's less than I was expecting
1: I budgeted 1100 for it so I actually like had some money to pocket which is nice um, because the like fully automatic, like you pour beans in, it has a thing, and you just press go on it. Way more expensive. I know um, the
0: Jura you were speaking about is uh, a grandparents one. have those. They're very expensive.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, I was uh, I
0: was I was expecting more than seven hundred. So you 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 got yourself a bargain.
1: Yeah. So uh, actually, so the the Ena Micro One is the one I was looking at, and it's it's like eight hundred dollars. So. You know, but yeah, super awesome. Uh, What do you want to know about it? What's your questions? I I, all I could do is be like, it makes espresso, and most people like, okay, cool. It's also got a frothing wand, so if you're feeling fancy, I'm I've now got opinions on uh, the frothability of uh, non dairy milk now. Okay, so so
0: you're doing that's right. You're you've got a lot of non dairy drinkers in your house.
1: Yeah, well, I can't. I I also because I haven't had it's it's dairy is kind of like like I'm gonna say something. This is terrible. Dairy's kind of like alcohol. Like, you know, if you don't drink for a really long time and you have like a little bit of alcohol, you're like, man, it's like, I'm really feeling it. Um, I do that, but I just feel sick with dairy. So, like, if I get some right. like whole milk and someone pours it in some coffee, usually I have a bad day. Um, so, lots of non dairy stuff. What, 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 what are you going to ask about that? So, what's, what, yeah, what's, what is the, uh, the most effective frothing non dairy milk? I mean, this is a this is actually a critical question. This is, this is a really good question. So, uh, if you would have asked me this like four weeks ago, I told you it's coconut milk. Like, you know, you're kind of like barista-style coconut milk. It's a little bit thicker, so it has like some, I think, a like Gallum gum or like Xanath gum added to it to make it a little more uh, thick. Um, but I've been seeing, like, it's it's now the new current hotness is Ripple, which is like pea uh, milk, like golden pea milk. P-E-A, not P-E-E milk. Because <laughs> um, every time I say pea milk, everyone's like, ugh. Um, it's really thick, it froths up. It's the only thing I've actually been able to successfully make a cappuccino with. Okay. Uh, like almond milk is way too thin. Um, and unless you're getting really good almond milk, you're actually getting you're paying for mostly water anyways. you're paying for fancy water um, because a, a lot of these like commercially processed uh, like almond milks is like a small percentage of almonds per the amount of water that's in the container which is why it always feels thin. And the cheaper, like, when you're like, oh, I got a bargain, I got the, you know, it's the $1.50. That's because you bought water. It's because you (laughs) you bought water. Um, You're getting, like, the the more expensive one, like the Khalifas, and um, there's another company, I forget their name. You get those more expensive ones where they actually, like, put more nuts into them. Um, You get a thicker milk in it, but then the price, you're just like, wow, it's really expensive. Pea protein milk, like, it's inexpensive enough. Uh, I think since I haven't been dealing with gallons in a while, cause like I haven't seen a gallon of milk in my fridge in, in uh, over a decade, <laughs> um, like these come in like these nice, like 64 ounce containers. And that costs me like, uh, around the two, two ninety $3 oh, mark. So that's
0: extremely cost effective. Then,
1: you know, it's not super expensive, but it's not inexpensive. Like it's like, unfortunately, like, you know, you can get like, you know, bottom barrel milk for like really inexpensive, um, so it's a little more expensive but you're gonna get better results also if you're like wow mikey that's super bougie like you know you can steam your milk and all the other frothing everybody's got a freaking shaker cup i feel like or at least they have a whisk and a vessel that you can heat milk in for the longest what we used to do if we were feeling fancy on like a saturday morning and we had pancakes for breakfast because i got up and had a hot breakfast hint, hint wink, yeah wink, <laughs> you know you're uh you're g- get up put some milk into the like shaker cup, so you put like protein shakes in uh, warm that in the microwave obviously without the metal shaker in there if you've got one of those and then once like put it in there for like two minutes pull it out drop the shaker ball in there close the top and hold your finger over it because it's gonna pop if you don't and shake it and be careful because it's hot milk don't let it splatter you in the face and you can sit there and you shake it as hard as you can for about 30 seconds to a minute and you'll get frothy milk and so what you can do is you actually take it and you can pour it out of the container directly into your latte and then take a spoon and take the top off and you can actually lift the foam out and put it right on top. Sprinkle a little cinnamon. You just made yourself a good good cup of coffee morning without having like all these fancy tools. That's um, wonderful. Yeah, you know, so. Life you can hack. Always, life hack. And then you can always do things like like Ryan has and you do the, the Nespresso. Like I, I had that... Uh, Uh, the little capsule. I I think I have the same one that Eugene has actually. Um, I know I have the Pixie. I had the Pixie forever. And like, I love that machine. And the only reason I was like feeling bad, at least they were recyclable was like, I was like, and they weren't made of a bunch of plastic. Um, But I was just like, man, it's like the amount of espresso that I go through in those capsules. And there wasn't a store. I could go pick them up locally. I'm not sure if you have that same problem. No, yeah, we out.
0: do. We we uh, we end up having to. Uh, we've ordered. Do, we do orders when we run out.
1: Okay. Um, and it was just like not convenient because like we'd gotten so used to Amazon at that point, we're like, ugh it's like it takes like seven to ten days to get coffee. It's like, so you got to like be prepared, and sometimes like you just didn't realize that that was an empty sleeve of capsules <laughs> in the cupboard. Uh, and I then fee- you to. I like- think
0: Nespresso has actually gotten much more efficient with that; that they come much quicker. Well good. and we're really appreciative of how easy it is to recycle the capsules. We put them in the bag that comes with your order and take them to the UPS store, which is just down the street. They you put it on the counter and it's gone.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Uh, you did can you also drop they them made off a at. Bike... Um, a... What's that?
0: Did you see, they made a bike out of Nespresso pods. I did not see that. It's pretty cool. Have yeah, they done a limited run of bicycles made out of Nespresso pods? I I mean I I really love that idea. And that's we've pretty much stopped using the Keurig because of the waste factor. And yes, I know our waste is not equivalent to. the top three biggest corporations that are polluting everything and destroying our world but but if you're gonna focus uh,
1: you gotta focus on what you can do you can't 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 control what other people are doing so if i if i'm eliminating these things it's it's one of those like good things but like i'm glad to hear that you're you're doing that but yeah uh you make it down Uh, well ryan if you make it down to houston i'll make you a cup of coffee everybody else yeah i love you but please don't come to my house
0: Yeah, one of these days. I'm just going to get on a plane and just show up. But there's one coffee thing I would love to share with everybody that I'm excited about that we've been doing recently. We've been making our own Vietnamese
1: iced coffees. Dude, I love some Vietnamese iced coffee. I got some opinions on this too, so go for it.
0: So we've been ordering. It's this really neat black uh, bag with the the Vietnamese coffee in it. It's it's just a very strong, very dark coffee that has like hints of chocolate in it. Um, And it's as simple as four four tablespoons for this is making two four tablespoons of that of that of that really finely ground incredibly dark and incredibly strong coffee in your pour over uh heat up about a, two cups of milk not milk i'm sorry water i not heat up milk two <laughs> cups of water pour that water over your coffee let it sit for five minutes and percolate through split that evenly between two glasses filled with ice and um it with about three tablespoons of condensed milk each and it's just that's all it takes that's all it takes and it's so yummy and we're saving like four dollars a cup <laughs> <when> <laughs> we make these things um because we have a local coffee shop and we love them we love them and we still regular regularly visit them but i i've been told the our, the, the rusa there i was like i learned how to make my own vietnamese sized coffee man so but can i get the cinnamon toast crunch latte because i can't make that at all <laughs>
1: Yeah, I got, I got a life hack for you on that one. You got a Trader Joe's. TJ's? Yeah, you got a TJ's. Yeah. So they actually sell sweetened condensed milk in a squeezable container at Trader Joe's. Oh, holy crud. So at Trader Joe's, you can get it in a plastic squeezable container just like chocolate syrup. Like chocolate oh my syrup. gosh. Oh um, my gosh. You can also buy Cafe Du Man, which is what you would make Vietnamese coffee from because it's a mix of coffee and chicory. So it's it's like your like New Orleans style coffee, and at least that's all what all the places down here do. Uh, and then you have that like with the Trader Joe's container and that five dollar can of uh Cafe du Monde, You got it going. This is awesome. Uh, squeezable condensed milk. Oh my god. Squeezable condensed milk. And then and then you know if you're just feeling fancy, you have a little like we'll just do it like you know you have a little coffee left over in your French press, and it's like that bottom bit that's like real dark pour that in squeeze some sweet and condensed milk put some ice cubes on it mm. oh this is aces
0: mikey thank you for the coffee chat listeners thanks for indulging i hope you've got some great new coffee tips to bring with you back into the real world <laughs>
1: all right so
0: uh, moving on from f- oh no i didn't talk about, you the you talk
1: about the instapot i'm like i'm waiting i'm oh, wa- wa- waiting for the instapot ribs uh yes. <laughs> the pulled pork <laughs> All right, so we got an Instant Pot, and
0: I'll keep it short because we've gone over time now. We, we're late to the Instant Pot party. Um, it was on sale on Amazon. My wife was curious enough about it. I was like, you know, let's just get it. Let's just get it. Whatever. Let's do it. So we went big because I said, honey, I want to learn how to use this thing. So when we go grocery shopping, which for us is a combination of Trader Joe's and then over to the Whole Foods, uh, we buy stuff basically for a month's worth of recipes. So I said, honey, everything, every recipe we pick out for this one, all Instant Pot. Let's just do it. Go big or go home. So we picked out about 10 recipes for this thing and and, and I'm on, I think, the 8th at this point. Uh, they're internet recipes. We've got to find a good book. Maybe you've got a good Instant Pot book you can share with me or somebody out there has one that's their favorite. Internet recipes honestly seem to always be hit or miss. Some of them have been okay. Some of them have been not very good. And at least one has been really great. What I'm so impressed with is just how tender <laughs> how fall off the bone a giant hunk of meat is after 40 minutes in this thing it's it's it was incredible we did this huge brisket in there and it's just like falling apart just crumbling It's like oh i just can't wait to put this in my mouth um i we have not done a barbecue yet we've got a pork butt ready to go for likely this weekend, I'm gonna give that a go. I'm excited to make some barbecue in there. Um, I it, I love that it's it all in one. I saute in it, pour some liquid in it afterwards, put that lid on, get the pressure up, and just place lay the spire while I'm waiting for it to reach <laughs> pressure and and then cook for the three minutes it needs. Are you an instant pot guy, Mikey? No, I don't have an instant pot. Yeah, it's it's not been. The downside of the... and I got, I've got to find the right recipes, or I have to trust myself to realize that this is bland. This is real, like <laughs> no offense, listeners. I can say this because I'm a white guy. This is real Midwestern white person bland half the time. Like, where are the seasonings? Yeah, we're just uh, we're just putting the chicken breasts in there with nothing on.
1: <laughs> what I've what I've read the most about an Instant Pot is like the idea of. Uh, marinating is still a a thing that you need to do (laughs) uh because a lot of times everyone's like focused on like oh you can make this we can have chicken breasts ready in 20 minutes and it's like cool did you marinate these in anything it's like nah like nah dude nah dude we just put some salt on it it's like what like there's no like garlic there's no you know, you have no no aromatics in this. So yeah. Um, also, like meat wasn't a big thing and and in, in our household, like we don't eat a ton of meat. Um, my wife now being gluten free because she has a gluten intolerance and mm. you know allergic to dairy. Meat substitutes are kind of hard to find, <laughs> uh, so we slowly sprinkled a little bit more meat back into our diets uh, more. So. Um, so like the Instapot never felt like a big thing Because like the things that sit on like it shines Like I saw Eugene I believe made uh, Instapot ribs and his looked amazing um, And that's like Something I was thinking of like it's like those big yeah, like Braises Anything I wanted to braise Like I wanted Instapot for it um, So that way I could get it done I have a couple of braising recipes I could get with They're they're Asian yeah. um, Great. And you can you try those out And see how they go you know,
0: I—I I mean, I think I, I think I had saved this for an eventual cooking show we were going to do again, and then life got in the way. <laughs> I did. I—I I don't know if I told you, I made those Asian wings that you suggested Ooh. with the almond—the the almond flour, right? Was it almond flour that you rice uh, flour? It was a rice flour. It was rice flour. Incredible, best wings I—I I think I've ever had. They're was I, super I, I love easy those wings. They're I was super so, easy. Just the way the rice flour—I guess because it's the particles are so small, it just coats just perfectly. Yeah. Oh man. Wow. Anyway, Instant Pot. Yeah, uh, it, we had a we had a, uh, a we made a Thai coconut beef. It should have been amazing. Should have been amazing. Thai coconut curry beef. The meat was incredibly tender. My goodness, it just just again just just melted away. But the flavor was just lacking. There wasn't enough coconut and there wasn't enough curry, and that was a disappointment. And that's the fault of the recipe and the process and the and the amounts, and those can all be adjusted. So yeah. On the lookout for a, the best Instant Pot book that the world has the has to offer, um, our starting point has often been America's Test Kitchen, so that's probably where we'll go first. They seem to be a, a really reliable resource in, in terms of food that actually tastes good. And, man, I don't know. I mean, you make all these delicious Asian meals in your household. Once you've had really flavorful food, bland is just so
1: bland. Bland. <laughs> yeah every time we go on a diet i'm just like Ugh. i was like uh, how many cloves of garlic are on this none oh i'm sorry that's not <laughs> enough garlic i <laughs> usually need at least three now come on at least, at least three so uh,
0: so other than food we're getting ready for extra life here at the gamer parent network uh it's november 2nd is the game day yep i've already i've got a couple donations in at this point and and i'm, I'm appreciative of that and do you have a plan for extra life this year mike
1: that's a great question no i don't i need to put together a plan um the thing i ran into is i switched careers (laughs) during during my planning uh so that kind of changed it so i I don't know 100 percent what i'm gonna do uh the idea right now is we've talked about uh streaming ipad stuff uh it's actually doing some apple arcade uh, since that's way easier now And maybe go and dip into this Plethora of epic Game games oh my I have yeah, So many free <laughs> uh, games in that library So many free games And, and kind of see, see what happens um, I might do a little Xbox streaming um, But we haven't 100% talked about Me and the kiddo are dividing it up I believe um, I think they're going to do uh, Some Skyrim Maybe some Oblivion Going going go deep on that uh old uh, you know old old Bethesda games at least old to them um, <laughs> and uh, we'll we'll kind of see what about you you got any you got a plan you yeah, playing so how many Star current, Trek games are my, you playing I don't I don't know if I'm gonna play any this year my my
0: <laughs> current fundraising plan is uh, any donation to my extra life page you can choose any song that's available on Twitch things and I will do it and so like you donated uh, what's the minimum five bucks. Yeah, You could tell me to tell me to do some horrible song. I'll do it. That's fine. Because I've really been enjoying um, marathoning sessions of, of Twitch things um, to prepare for extra life. On a game day itself, I'm thinking some major backlog progress. Likely. Um, probably Slay the Spire. But th- I think this <laughs> is the year. I think this is the year. I'm going to bring this computer downstairs. I'm going to hook up my Elgato streaming uh, device that... Are um, my friend Major Linux, um, who is has uh, streams on Twitch and and has a podcast himself. Um, he sent me an Elgato streaming uh, capture card. I'm going to hook that up to the Switch, and I think this is the year that we, that I do have the kids with me. We play through some of the, the the Switch games we've got together, and that should be enjoyable. Especially since we're likely getting Ring Fit Adventure on Friday. I think that will be just a hoot. <laughs>
1: that will be hilarious to play
0: on stream uh, yeah i'm i'm ex- i'm really excited about that i've i've been hoping for a We fit replacement successor and my my wife mentioned it to me because we had both forgotten to watch the video and she saw it in the target ad and was like what the heck is this <laughs> this looks this looks interesting what is this i said let's watch the video i totally forgot to so we're we're going in. we're going all in on that Friday and um, I need to do some exercise it was my, my blood pressure is apparently creeping up so this will be a good good uh, good exercising thing I mean I lost some weight with the we fit back in the day so now it's time to ring fit it up
1: there you go but
0: so I, I think that's, where know, I, that's where I for extra life that,
1: that seems like a good plan I forgot about doing uh, a do a, a fundraising scenario I forgot about that part I should probably uh Start pulling my new resources and getting. That. I think I'm my only donation. My my eleven dollar donation is my only donation.
0: Hey, it, it all starts somewhere. Exactly, it all starts somewhere. So yes, and if you're looking for a team to join, um, the Gamer Parent team is open to to you. So feel free, just reach out to us on our on our Twitters at GP Magic Hour Show or at Zoso One Seven Zero One or at Super and we will be happy to hook you up. And you yep. can also join our Discord through that way. Our Discord is a closed group, but just again, shout out to us on Twitter. Um and you can get us there. Before we wrap up the show, let's do our picks of the week. Mikey, your pick you've already talked about
1: in great detail. Cyanar Wild Hearts. Gotta do it. Woo. And then just listen to the soundtrack afterwards. It's on Apple Music and Spotify. Get that get that a uh, month
0: of Apple Arcade and, and try it out. My pick of the week is a little different. It's actually a real life uh, meetup that's going to happen this Friday. Um, Eugene, myself, uh, and many of the people that we've had guests on the show are connected with the website Gamers with Jobs. They're a long-running internet forum of gamers with jobs. It's it's where I met Eugene. It's um, resulted in a lot of uh, friendships around the world. It's Chris Chris Cesarano, who's been on the podcast many times, he's slept on my basement couch several times <laughs> uh from, met and gamer at gamers with jobs and uh, we're going to have a international gamers with job day on friday uh, not friday october 9th saturday october 19th and we're hosting we're going to have a bunch of uh, local forum people over hang out have some food play some games I'm, I'm really looking forward to that experience i've wanted to set something up like this for many years and it just sort of happened that this uh was the time to do it it was you know it's, it's sort of comical when you get to it was it was one of those adult situations where everybody's talking about doing something and one person's planning an idea another person's playing an idea and then it goes silent for like a month it's like up
1: oh. somebody <laughs> just gotta said, step up and I say said, oh, all right said, i'm doing it i said
0: i said all right look i really can't drive too far with these little kids and subject them to a whole but y'all can come here if you want so let's just do it so that's what we're doing and um we're gonna have i think about seven people here um, from toddler age to forties, so bring it on! I'm really looking forward to that. That's my pick of the week. So check out the Gamers with Jobs forum if you're not there, and if you're because uh, if you're a gamer with job, they're a great resource and community for you. All right, Mikey, I think that might be our podcast today. Yeah, it's totally our show. Totally our show. Totally our show. I already gave you all the information, um, but you might want to tune into us on uh, tune into. Uh, does Eugene use gamer parent with a magic arrow show for his Twitch? Because I know he's streaming some racing.
1: That's a good question. You know, just follow. Uh gamer parent on twitter and you can find out
0: <laughs> yeah yeah because he's doing extra life too so get involved with that please email us sometimes at feedback at the if you have questions suggestions for show topics or would like to be on the show to uh, discuss a topic of your choosing and again with our discord community please just ask us for an invite because it is closed up to just any random troll that wants to join in uh, but anyway you've been listening to the magic hour show the Magic Hour Show is a production of the Gamer Parent Network, and you can download the show on iTunes or stream it on Stitcher. And you'll find the RSS link on our website, The Magic Hour Show. The magic hour dot show. Tonight, I was your host, Brian Thompson. Thanks for listening, and thank you, Mikey, for hanging out tonight.
1: Yeah, anytime.